Congratulations, you are being rescued. Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Song Podcast. This is episode 26. I can't believe we've done 26 of these things so far. And uh, we're back with our uh, quote-unquote uh, third season. Uh, we take a little break in between uh, weeks of seven runs and a recap. We just had a, uh, a little break, taking it, some time off. Isn't this our fourth season? Um, it is. Fourth. Fourth. <laughs> we'll edit that. We won't edit that. But um, yeah, it's good to be back. And uh, I'm joined, as always, um, by Declan Kitchener, the co-host of the show. No, you're joined by his identical twin, Anthony Kitchener. I don't like him as much. No, he's not as fun as Declan, but, you know. He's very self-effacing, too. That Declan does that as well. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's a, it's a family trait. And he speaks about himself in the third person, Anthony. Or I say, you do. <laughs> Everyone does. Everyone does about Anthony in the third person. You still have Zyberg. You all still have Zyberg. Oh, Zyberg is a popular one. Oh, well, that degenerated into fast quicker than usual. <laughs> oh, well, that's what people, that's what people come to hear. Uh, not songs of serious talking about songwriting. Yeah, it's not as if we're like musicians or anything. No, we're just, we're just fans of cartoons, basically. More or less. That's the most accurate description I think we've come up for this podcast with yet. Hi, I'm Roger Heathers, and I'm a fan of cartoons. A less accurate description is that this is a weekly song podcast, so every week we uh, take it... Uh, we uh, go away, we write a song within seven days, and then we turn up to this podcast and we play them for each other, having not heard the others before, and then we discuss them and uh, like talk about the music theory and what inspired them, and then we stop about that and we start talking about cartoons again. It's a pretty good premise for a show, right? Yeah, I've watched that. It's a pity we can only listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could watch it once. We have our own YouTube channel with one video. One on solitary episode. If we were going to try doing more and it didn't really work. You know what the truth is, folks at home? The reason we didn't do that is because it was too much bloody hard work. That's why. You say that. Like, I, I was okay with it. Actually, you're the one who did all the bloody hard work. Yeah, as opposed to you who does all the bloody hard work the rest of the time. Yeah, well, the audio editing is too bad. I mean, with video, you've got to line it all up, but anyway... That's a whole gotta, different kettle of ball games. Got to pretend like you know what you're doing. Yes. Oh, you do, exactly. Um, well, another thing we do on the show is um, we take it in turns of who goes first to play their song to the other person um, each week. Uh, when we have a guest on, they go first, but they're completely useless information. <laughs> yeah. We haven't got a guest today, but... Well, we have. I'm Anthony. I'm not Declan, am I? <laughs> well, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to kill that joke right now. <laughs> you better have Anthony's song with you. <laughs> um, so, I believe, and this, is, this isn't this is feigned um, confusion, I think last time you went first, didn't you? So, this time I'm going first. Okay. So, I'll go first then. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that then. <laughs> I want to, I want to uh, give a little um, a precursor, disclaimer to my song this week. It this was is a good one. It was written, like, I don't know, what time is it now? Eight o'clock on a Sunday. That's we usually record on Sundays, don't we? So it's eight o'clock on a Sunday, and I had to postpone the show just a little bit. Um, it's still within a week, so keep that under your hat, you at home. Um, so yeah, basically, um, I wrote the song probably an hour and a half ago, something like that. <laughs> so um, just, it yeah. it ties with our limited power in terms of like uh, how soon to the recording date that you actually write your song the only way either of us can beat that is if i literally finish writing my song while you're driving up here 
Uh, I'm surprised that hasn't happened quite yet. Because no. you've got I've the, got close. You've got the advantage of uh, we record at Declan's house, so Declan is can be here with a guitar in his hand while I walk through the door. Stop providing me opportunities to be lazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, forget I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I totally yeah. didn't acknowledge any of that at all. Um, when I say I wrote it an hour and a half ago, it's not entirely true. I'd say I finished it an hour and a half ago, and I want to describe to you the writing process because it's like I haven't written like this before. Um, but I'm going to describe it to you after the song. The only reason I'm giving a disclaimer is because if the performance is subpar, that's why. <laughs> so cool. it's unrehearsed. But um, getting um, your excuses in early, I like it. It's exactly what I do. Well, that way people can't hurt me. <laughs> um, <laughs> or if they try, then their hurt has no meaning. Exactly. Um, okay, so this song... I can see massive, massive numbers off the page here. <laughs> yeah, it's just for my own, um, what do you call it? Reference, just so I can see what I'm doing here. Okay, my song this week is called... <laughs> <laughs> is it called Always in Review? Uh, is that because you always have to check how to play it? <laughs> <laughs> I have to review how to play it. It's Always in Review. Uh, it's called Always in Review and it goes like this. Against the walls in China Every night A force filled up around my chest The love I want to give to you Which never makes it through Our broken hearts are always in review Tripping on nothing The carnival, the endless study Telling you sorry Felt I had to tell you something The openness I gave to you With the meaning misconstrued The walls I built are always in review Well you were unhappy I thought that I could talk you better Stubborn, so I thought that I would shine you up The lines you threw right back at me when everyone was true The words I said are always in review When we were in trouble, a passing cat can tell you that for free But you were so loving, I thought that you would bring me out The stolen kiss, the kleptomaniac revealed from you the love I took is always in review Started forgiving I can't help these girls from feeling small Carry on bridging Gap between myself and all The faculties you robbed of me Can't be returned too soon The man you broke is always in review The power of living I read the book until I reached the end For two or three minutes I might have seen the end A life bereft of tragedies That ends at 52 The time I spent is always In review 
nice one. I like that. Thank you. Like it strikes me as being like a very old-fashioned ballady kind of feel. Not just like with um, like you've got that quite classical sounding down, that sort of ascension in it. Mm. But also the fact like it's so far as I know, it's roughly the same verse structure six times, recounting yeah. a tale, which is technically just what a ballad is. Yeah, like yeah. Like it's a simple repeated pattern, just telling the story of something true. Well, I, I think that's kind of hit the nail on the head as far as my approach to this writing. Um, I'll, I'll kind of tell you where it came from and why it was such an unusual writing process for me. Um, because usually, you know this from having seen me write like in the weeks past, um, I usually sit down with a guitar and I write from front to back until I'm done. Like I go like, okay, write the first verse and then the bridge and the chorus comes or whatever in, in order of the, how the song goes. This week, um, I I was at work and I got the um, the title in my head first. I got always in review um, in my head, which and I thought, okay, that could be a really cool sort of like chorus refrain. But I want the chorus to end with always in review. I want that to be sort of like the the hook right at the end, mm. um, and I want it to be a repeating thing. Um, and I thought always re- in review could be like quite a good sort of uh, metaphor or whatever for just the way I overanalyze things. That's kind of like what the song's about. And each verse is about a different situation that I, I'm liable to overanalyze. And then the other thing is, I was listening to um, Billy Joel this week. Um, I got his greatest hits on CD. And uh, he does this thing quite often, which is almost like limerick-like, where he'll kind of have um, each verse, like I've done here, which ends with that sort of... Um, that sort of uh, same lyric at the end, and it's kind of this really nice tie around that ends on the root chord. And um, I've got a couple of examples of these songs here. Um, the first one is um, a Billy Joel one. Uh, She's always a woman. Um, and there's this one lyric at the end which is really good. And every verse does this, but it's just one example where it goes, But she can't be convicted, she's earned her degree, and the most she will do is throw shadows at you, but she's always a woman to me. And it's kind of got that limericky. Yeah, it's da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da kind of like rhythm and pacing to it. and the, yeah. yeah. And it's almost like this childish sort of, um, uh, what do you call it, sort of like rhyming pattern. Like it's very easy, but it's also kind of very like accessible and nice. There's another one by, um, there's this little guy I like, I don't know if I've ever told you, called Elliot Smith. Oh, him. No, you've never mentioned that before. <laughs> and never, ever have I ever compared your voice to his. <laughs> or your songwriting style. Basically, you are Elliot Smith. That is more than I can take on, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with being Elliot Smith all the time. <laughs> um, but he has a great, great song called um, Easy Way Out, which is from um, Figure Eight, which is like the last album that he made that wasn't posthumous anyway. Um, and each um, verse ends with the line, it's all about taking the easy way out for you, I suppose. But then the lines that lead up to him are brilliant, like I'll just do a couple. Um, I got stuck on the side that you know I never chose, which is all about taking the easy way out for you, I suppose. The invisible man who who's always changing clothes. Like, just all these, like, simple, again, childish rhymes. So I was like, I want to do something like that, because I don't normally do that reoccurring verse structure. So I thought that'd be interesting. Um, so what I'm trying to get around to is that I had this idea of, like, um, the idea of something being like... Uh, 
The faculties you robbed of me can't be returned too soon The man you broke is always in review So I knew that would be the end of each verse mm. But what's the beginning of each verse? Yeah And so I just had this, I only had like a few of these And I'm, this is terrible radio But I'm just going to show Declan here I just wrote down the end of all these verses I just thought of anything that rhymes with always in review um, I'll write down uh, oh, So you started each verse knowing where you were going not exactly, I ended each verse knowing where I'd end up, if that makes any sense. So I knew that one verse would end with a life bereft of tragedy that ends at 52, the time I spent was always in review. Yeah, but the, like, you knew you had to write a verse that seg uh, segued into that. Pretty much, yeah. And because, um, like, a, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I knew that was the resolution, but what is the original... Thing that sets it up. Yeah, exactly. It's like the punchline without a joke. Yeah. And so all week long, um, I was just trying to... Think of something, and also that's A, but B is fine time, because um, you know this. But I've had one hell of a busy week. You've played Boardmasters three times this week. Three times. I've had seven gigs in four days this past um, four days, and uh, today Sunday just played. Oh, half of the musician complaining about being at work. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's nice. It's nice. I mean, in a way, this is like the this is um, the type of work that I want and that I like, but. It does leave you little time for songwriting, though. It I know exactly does. how you feel. Yeah, I mean, I know that you've had a, the similar type of uh, struggle this week as yeah. far as time. Yeah, not quite as bad as you, I'll admit. Like, I've had yeah. more time than you have. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been working a little bit less than you at my actual, like, job job. But still, I mean, I, th I know. It's just also, like, that fear of going back to the podcast. And there is a fear of, like... We've got to write a song in a week, but the first week is way harder, I think. It was getting to the point where before I finish my song, I was thinking, like, Jesus Christ, this is the last day I've got to do it. I may just have to turn up and riff some 12 bar or something. Right. Like, we'll do something, like, really cliche and easy like that just because I've run out of things to do. Mm -hmm. I don't, like, and you were sort of saying, like, can we shift the, day, uh, the time back a little bit more? I just need to finish this off. I need to come up with something. Yeah, I sent you like two or three of those texts, like seven, yeah, okay, seven thirty. Seven thirty-ish. Yeah, even last night when we finished our gig, it was like, oh, uh, so six o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, actually, we put that back to six thirty. Just need a bit more time. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, it still counts. I mean, we started writing last Sunday, and well, we didn't start right. We did nothing last Sunday. We we had fun. We had fun and lived our lives. Yeah, but wasn't um, that nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, as far as this song goes, the only last thing I can, unless you've got any questions, um, the only last thing I can uh, think to say about it is, like, it's quite a sad sort of song, and I think it's, um, it's again, quite, I mean, my songwriting is often like, it's quite an introspective song, um, but I, I often see, like, that sort of, like, um, disparity between um, my songs being sad and, like, expressing sadness and my personality often being quite a happy one. Mm. Um, it reminds me of this Stephen Wilson quote where somebody said to him, you know, your songs are always so sad and depressing, but you don't seem like that. And he said, well, that's because I write those songs, and that's like the catharsis sort of thing. I've never heard that before. It's quite good. It's quite good. That's, uh, I can see where that's coming from. Definitely. I mean, as cheesy as it always sounds, people go, oh, songwriting's therapy, and it's, it's good for you and stuff. But it is, you know, you're getting your insides out, and you're... Yeah. You know, writing the you're, stuff down. You're so. at least confronting it, if not doing anything about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, also just wanted to ask you about those chords you've got at the end um, of each verse section. Like, uh, it's just, like really kind of like old fashioned, like not 
baroque, but like classical style, right? The instrumental the way, bit. Yeah, the guitar. No, the just the chords underneath the last couple of lines on each oh, verse. Okay. Well, it's, a, it's um, yeah. really quite cool movement. Uh, first of all, I'm playing in B minor, and uh, I'm in drop D. So um, I've got those extra notes there, um, which uh, which I can play those lower notes, and so it's basically the same key and um, use of like chord palette as uh, my other song, as it's you. I was gonna say like. Yeah, I did notice on those first two, uh, first three chords, I was thinking, sounds a bit familiar, and then you went and did the rest of it, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, those two chords, I was like, I was very keen to just not use B minor with an A root afterwards, and uh, I, I very nearly didn't, but um, what am I trying to say? Uh, but they work, you know what I mean? Mm. They, they work, and so the other thing was with uh, As It's You, Again, bad radio, but I'll describe it. Like, that's very much on the bass strings. So, yeah. with this one, I wanted to get a few more. Well, it worked, because I'm asking about them now, because they're <laughs> cool, so... Well, I'll play it too quickly, and then, um... And I'll sort of say, well... You'll, you'll probably say what they are more than me, because I don't really know the names of the chords so well, but... Wait, no, sorry. No oh, shit, no, it's not that. You're just playing as it's you now, aren't you? Yeah. Um, but I know why I'm playing it like that, because when I originally had this end of the verse thing, it was originally like... But actually, I changed it like an hour and a half ago to... Um, doing that sort of like the E7 shape. Yes. E7 to... D7? E flat 7. Oh yeah. To F sharp to B minor, which sounds really cool. Which I was quite pleased with, because I am... I do not like this chord progression, ready? I don't like it because it's boring and overused. So <laughs> I know I know exactly how you feel. Um, so and I but I like those chords because they have a great resolve to them, which is why people always overuse them. And I sound bitchy now, but I'm not. <laughs> no one in particular. Yeah, um, gypsy girls. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> jazz, everyone. <laughs> And so um, I think I've, I've done this sort of like explanation on the podcast before, but what I didn't want to do is go, is always in review, because that works, obviously, but so having it go, was always, always in review, it just gives it that little bit more movement and individuality. It's a bit more interesting. Although you know when people are going to cover this song when you're rich and famous, they are just going, this is a time always in review. Oh, no. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> With a capo or something. Yeah, just like on the, uh, on the seventh fret. Or <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, I so yeah, those are the chords. But I was pleased with that that was a complete accident because um, I was going for variation, but then I accidentally played. Well, I thought that added that nice movement, but yeah. that's pretty much it. It just gives it that nice sort of again additional detail, which I quite like. So, um, so Declan, that's my song for this week, um, and I think it's time for a little guy. I like to call. You. <laughs> I'm taller than you. <laughs> the listeners don't need to know that. They do. They've only ever seen that old podcast picture where you and I sat next to each other and we look at the same height. Yeah, I, I don't even have the right colour hair in that one anymore. No, true. Tell the listeners what colour hair you have. Red and blue. Woo! Okay, uh, my song this week um, is called GTFO. Get the fuck out. Pretty much. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and it goes like this. I've got to get away. Dreary days and stressfully living to the rhyme and reason of love routine. could take another day I've got to start fresh Rip myself of all my baggage We'll find out how I will manage When I jump into the deep end of major mess All that I can do is try my best It's great. Get the fuck out. Yeah. I love... Oh shit, I can't even... Wait, what is that? F to a sharpen thing? It's the same thing I was doing for um, Vultures and Giants. So basically you do an F 
if you're playing an F bar chord, you do the low E, mm -hmm. uh, the D, mm -hmm. the G and the B strings, mm -hmm. and then you just move your E and your D up a semitone. Like you end the verse with like a C and then a C seven or a C major seven, I'd never know the difference. And then you go to that F climb thing. And that that's so good. I I was just smiling all the way through that progression. That's I'm, I'm very quite, nice. I'm quite happy you think that. It's it was essentially me just trying to go back to that musical that pauses from and find an act two song. <laughs> Very much like that. I can certainly see that. Yeah. Um, but I started writing it on piano mainly. Okay. Because um, in the week coming up, uh, in the week of this podcast, I've been listening a lot to Nina Simone's first album. And uh, it got me quite excited about like piano music. So like I was going to do a version of this one where it ended up being something like uh I've got to get away Dreary days and stress but we'd be here all night. Uh but that's where like that starting on a C7 comes from. Um why there's a, a F major 7 in the uh Living to the rhyme and reason like the... I can really hear the Nina Simone in that And I like the fact that there's a Nina Simone called, song called Get the Fuck Out <laughs> That's funny to me Well there isn't Well, I don't know, when you play it like that it, I don't know, it kind of sounds that way Yeah, but then like the chorus is just uh, It's based around F, F sharp, G, A So you start off on F So come on, don't you know that I to F sharp diminished I'm petrified C7 over G to take the reins A minor and live my life it's always so much easier to stay and then that changes to a G for that bit uh, like the one bit I'm not really happy with is the um, it hits me just as I have gone to sleep that sort of bit it just feels like really cliche chords at that minute but I needed something there to sort of not extend the song as it were but it felt like it would just be a bit too weird if I just went it straight into verse 3 yes I I know what you mean I think it probably would it needs to have that kind of separating thing doesn't it yeah what? so yeah I'm not really mad on the words or the music to that part but because it just feels like really cliche so like yeah F to F minor to C into a major 6 to the second and then you know four and five to get you back to uh, where you need to be but I can work on that bit later well also yeah I mean it can be you could put subs in later and everything but at the same time I mean I think I said this in one of the last episodes of the previous series um, some of the best songs that you look back on like even Beatles songs and stuff they're just like the progressions aren't clever chords necessarily sometimes they are just <laughs> And that can be a great lyric on top of that and then just a great part of a song. So mm. I like it. I like that little bit. I mean, I saw you doing the F major to F minor thing, which I love, as you know. So melancholy. I love it. I mean, if I had to choose my favourite chord 
shapes to change from, that would probably be it. But no, I really like it. Um, I want to ask you as well, because like, I really like the lyrics to this one. What prompted the title? Uh, kind of... I don't know. I was sat, I was struggling all week to get something. I basically ended up writing this on the last day of okay. that I had free to write. But I ended up just trying to think of just like playing some guitar chords and uh, singing the first thing that came to my head and it was literally lying, I've got to get away. Mm. Which uh, like I've realised, fuck, that's why I've been feeling like really miserable this week. Okay, I'll just write a song about getting out of here. Yeah. Like, um... So it's just called get, you know, get the fuck out because oh right, right. I need to get the fuck out of oh, Cornwall. The stupid thing is now all the listeners they've known this for like the last seven minutes. They've known why it's been called that, and then Roger goes, "Why is it called that?" <laughs> it's like the most obvious thing in the world. Yeah, it's not telling someone to get the fuck out, except for that someone being me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's about all there is, and then it's just like a like frustration in the verses and fear in the chorus. And then doubt in the middle bit. It's funny you did that this week. I mean, I just I'll just quickly mention this with mine. I did the same thing. I forgot to mention that, but I did. Um, I did uh, finding love in one verse, the love falling apart, and then the resentment in the in the third verse. So like a tale over time. Yeah. Tale over time. Sorry. Um, but no, that's really cool that you did that because it definitely changes mood across the song. You can tell. It's kind of like, I, it's not planned, it's more just that's what happened to come out of, like, the reason it changes to fear is because the only thing I could think of to go into the chorus was like, Come on, don't you know that I'm petrified? I've got to come up with more uh, lines to make this fit. How do I fit this into a song about going away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was originally up in E as well, so... Oh, wow. Which, uh... Tricky to hit, like uh... a. All that I can do is try my math. Yeah, so the original uh, going into the chorus would have been. Try my best So come on, don't you know that I'm petrified Between the rains and limp Like, I really can't hit those notes, so that's why I'd rather it stay up in the higher keys, but I literally cannot sing it without tearing my voice out of my throat. Right. So I had to lower it four semitones to be able to hit the notes. Oh, man, yeah, you really need that high chest voice to do those, like, that I've known all of my life, that sort of thing. I, like a soul singer sort of thing. Yeah, if only I was. If only I was a soul singer. <laughs> Give it three months. Three months, you say? If you're not a soul singer, I owe you nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this deal works out perfectly for you. <laughs> There's nothing at risk. Um, I think that's all, about all I have to say on this one, other than, like, again, struggling with writer's block, again, after not doing this for four, uh, four weeks. I was going to say four months. Like, that's <laughs> half the year. Like, uh, it's that frustrating feeling where you sort of are playing the guitar and you're trying, you know you've got to get a song done and nothing feels right. Oh, man, tell me about it. We could do a, we could do a whole other show about that. I mean, you're not... We, we get a lot more done on that show, ironically. <laughs> the Weekly Procrastinators podcast. Like, I've had the same feeling um, as you and you and I have both struggled, I think, probably equally this week. 
you realised you were struggling before I was, but when I sat down to write, I was just kind of like, it's just that horrible feeling where like, I go, I know I can write songs, I've done it before, I've got a podcast where I do it, so, and then I'm just kind of playing something like, that's so cliche, that's so boring, I don't want to do that, and like these lyrics that I'm coming up with are just so surface level and rubbish, and yeah. it just, the more you get that feeling, the more you feel bad about your own writing. Yeah, I was running out of things to change as well, like, because they always say, like, if you're getting tired of your routine, change something up. And I thought, you know what, I'll just go to a beach and take my guitar there in the evening and just sing until the small hours. And then I looked and you have to pay for the parking at all the beaches. So I thought, nope, <laughs> I don't care about my songwriting enough to pay, like, two quid for parking. What a, what a crushing uh, reality. Realize, yeah. yeah. Um, I also had the... How, how can I be artistic with these charges everywhere? <laughs> Two pounds. Um, but I, I don't know about you, but I also struggled with coming up with what to write about this week. Yeah, it's, it's odd because there's been no major mess-ups in life. In fact, the, there is a bit of major news we have, but it's very optimistic news. Although my song is a bit about Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. We must have mentioned that on the podcast. Probably we? have, yeah. yeah we're we moving have. to Bristol at some point. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Um, but, uh, we don't sound that excited, do we? We yeah. are, genuinely. Yeah, just we are genuinely already... moving to Bristol. That isn't a joke. It'd be a weird. very bad joke if it was. We already know that news, so we can't yeah. exactly celebrate like the first time we knew that news. Yeah. Woo. But, um, yeah, it's just... Can someone please come and fuck my life up so I can, <laughs> I can have something to write about at least? <laughs> I tell you what you want is um, crushing anxiety, because that's a constant. You always have that if you have like, <laughs> I think pretty much everyone I've, does to, a, to an extent. A, I've written songs about having anxiety before. It doesn't, you know, I've run out of things to write about about anxiety, and it makes me anxious. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know. Sometimes if I come up with a good analogy for it, it makes me feel a bit better. I think analogizing, analogizing, is that the right word? I think it is. Yeah. Um, doing that to stuff. Um, sometimes it's comforting. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, basically I grabbed the microphone and moved it uh, whilst Roger was talking and it didn't make a sound and I wanted to silently express my joy so that uh, Roger could continue talking so I uh, did like, yes, kind of motions with my hands and everything and he just stopped despite the fact that that wasn't the intent. <laughs> And I looked at what... How are we going to edit that together? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to cut it or something. But maybe we could, they could kind of hear you going... Or whatever you were doing. Oh, no, not that again. He was doing this before the podcast started. Father, I live. Kill me. <laughs> you were going to say kill me. <laughs> oh, man. It's a horrid life. I saw the film that that's actually from the other day because like it's been referenced in The Simpsons and other stuff too. I saw the film it's originally from. I think it's from Alien Three. It's not originally from Alien Three. It's been used in other things before. Alien like, Four. In, like <laughs> the earliest example in film that I can think of is uh. Oh no, that's Help Me. I'm yeah. just thinking of the kill fly. Me. I'm thinking of Kill Me, like a grotesque thing that's been deformed saying uh, Kill Me. 1986, The Fly 2, which... Uh, that's before Alien 3. Yes. It's nothing new. So long as there's been horror, there's been people begging to be killed. In fact, there's a deleted cutscene from the original Alien film 
where uh, you see members of the crew that weren't explicitly killed on screen being uh, strung up in a goo-like substance on the ceiling, ready to be implanted with... You see alien eggs below them. So the implication is that facehuggers are going to go up and uh, catch them on the ceiling, and you see someone in there saying, Kill me! Oh, man, I really wanted to be right about Alien 3. Uh, that's not where it's from. It's I just such a generic thing that it comes from everywhere. Actually, in the, in the original uh, stage script for um, The Wizard of Oz, the scarecrow says, kill me. I've never seen The Wizard no, of Oz. That's not true. You've never seen The Wizard of Oz? No, I've never it's seen classic. it. It's classic. It's a really good film. No. We're off to see the wizard. You probably already know this song. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> I know some of the songs. I, you know, I live on planet Earth. I do. I do know one or two of these things. Follow the yellow brick road and like the uh, the witch is dead. The witch is dead. Which or which the wicked witch? But I've never actually seen the film. Should we tell them about our um our new idea? <laughs> I'm so excited. I really am. Um, yeah, we're trying something out for this season where. This week not regarding, we're going to try and incorporate a bit more theme into what we write. Shout out to David. Yes. Shout out to David for giving us this idea. But basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be either setting ourselves a challenge or, uh, to, include, or, to include something or to write about a topic or uh, to include certain words or certain chords uh, into each of the songs that we write this season. Doesn't necessarily have to be like you know if we if we say for example use an F major seven, he said with the piano turned off, you know it it then doesn't have to be like F major seven all the way through. You can just use it once, but just as long as it's in there somewhere. You can point it out, and um, is you kind of alluded to this, but it's worth sort of like explicitly saying, you and I will both have to do this challenge. So when we bring a song to the podcast each week, we'll both have that F major seven, for example, in our songs. Yes. Which will be really cool. It will be. Well, you can see how excited about this, because when I first came up with the idea of doing a weekly song challenge, it wasn't even a podcast, this kind of stuff is so fun to me. Like, you have to put this chord or this lyric in. Um, so anyway, um, the challenge that we've come up with um, for to, uh, to decide on this week, um, but um, to write for next week, basically. So uh, the next show after this will have um, completed this challenge. You'll be hearing this uh, challenge put into motion. Is um, We're taking um, a random book, uh, John Green's Looking for Alaska, which Declan uh, had lying around. Yeah, I technically stole it from someone, but I no- don't think they realised. So I've never read it as well, so... Like... I've heard it's good, but fuck reading. <laughs> I'm just joking, I like books. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I like books. What a dumb <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> I like just, books. Yeah, just kidding, I like books. There's our title. Um, <laughs> That's not bad. And uh, yeah, you carry on anyway. Um, you say the next bit. But yeah, basically what we're going to do is we're going to try and take... Is it a word or phrase? I'd like a phrase, because it's more... Um, oh, look at the phrase. If it's just like the word animal, then whatever. Cool. Um, so we're going to flip the page open to a random page go down to a random part of the page, and the first phrase that I see informs what we uh, have to write about next week. This could go Wait, really badly write wrong. about? Write or... about or include or jump off of. It's basically our inspiration for the week. Ooh, okay, right. That's cool. I like that. But I thought it was just like you can write a song about walruses or whatever the hell you want, but it has to have cargo trucks in it. Yeah, so you can include it to whatever degree you like. You can just reference it in passing... Uh, you can write your whole song about it, or you can... Like, so excited! <laughs> right, okay, I'm going to flip the pages. Say when, when you want me to stop.
Now. Okay. And I'm going to move my finger down the page. Tell me to stop whenever. Stop. But we always beat the shit out of the deaf and blind school. (laughs) (laughs) I'm up for that. But we always beat the shit out of the deaf and blind school. So Take that, you motherfuckers. <laughs> right, okay. So, we now have to um, uh, use that somewhere. <laughs> well, I hope we never use something like um, To Kill a Mockingbird like by Harper Lee, because it's just like, it'll have loads of like 1940s racist slang in it, so we should never do anything like that. I mean, that was bad enough, but... Oh, oh, Wait, I can't oh, remember it. Uh, but we always beat the shit out of the deaf and blind school. Oh, this is on record anyway. I forgot we're doing a podcast. So we've got yeah, a record of it. We've got microphones in front of us. So to make this slightly less uh, object- objectionable, shall I propose that we can just use a bit of that sentence? So like, for example, you could use beat the shit out of, or you could use the deaf and blind school, or you could use the whole phrase or something like that, but it's got to include one of those two bits in it. Okay, cool. I got one. But we always beat the shit out of the deaf and blind school. They are so afraid of us. Because they cannot perceive where we are. Punch, 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 <laughs> kick. Oh. Right, okay. Um, have you got any ideas so far? I mean, obviously we can't really share too much because that's part of the concept of the thing, but... No. I've got no ideas at the minute. The seagulls do. Yeah, so for anyone who is paying attention paying attention that quote comes from uh page 59 of looking for alaska yeah so go and check if it's it's there if you don't believe us yes and if I'm you not don't just making stuff up i swear and if you don't believe us you should really question your trust in us because why would we lie i lie all the time everything i've said so far is a lie including the previous statement if the last statement I said was a lie, but the next statement is true, could you believe me? I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sit down and think before I answer that one. I want a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, and he's got to be happy. Uh. <laughs> Why did you just sigh when I said that? I didn't hear what you said. I hoped it was an appropriate reaction. He <laughs> <laughs> kind of rolled you out. I said, Nanny has got to be happy. Oh, right. Does she? <laughs> she does. I'm, I'm nanny. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> You've gone insane. You've actually gone insane. You've gone insane in the membrane. Um, wait, what are we on at the moment? Drugs? No, we're on 55 minutes, so we can... I wouldn't be surprised if you are, mate. <laughs> no, no. Here's my policy. No. <laughs> It's a really small bit of paper that it's written on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? We're back! Back in the New York groove. God, right. <laughs> oh, this descending to far early. It's just getting unlistenable at this point. <laughs> I kind of like this. 
Oh, I wish I was high. <laughs> right, okay, so I think that's about it for this week. Um, if you wondered what the hell was going on, you can leave a comment uh, below on our SoundCloud. You can leave us a review on iTunes, which are on there. And you can get in contact with us at weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com uh, if you wanted to send us anything. Also, if you live around Cornwall and you fancy being a guest on the show, uh, if the previous couple of minutes didn't just put you off entirely, <laughs> um, uh, you can get in contact with us and ask to become a guest on the show. Or if you live a bit further away than Cornwall, uh, you can send in a song that you've written in a week or you can send in ideas and stuff like that. And we can discuss them and destroy them and ruin your soul yes absolutely we'd love to hear from you um, <laughs> we won't ruin your soul you must know by now listeners we're pretty we're idiots people. we can't we can't ruin a soul because we don't know how <laughs> we're basically dumb and dumber but in musician form who's that's going on my cv anyway um uh from me uh you can find me at rogerheathers.com where you can find my music uh roger heathers on facebook at roger heathers on instagram and twitter and uh that's all from me and i just want to say thank you all for listening especially if you've just had to listen to the past five minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can't find me anywhere but you know cheers for listening and uh we'll see you next time ta-ra ta-ra